Okay. Everybody. Okay, y'all weren't y'all weren't ready for that, huh? <laughs> Not at all. Well, you said you were opening it. I didn't think you were just gonna open it like heavy D. But who wants the smoke? You who wants the smoke? Who wants the smoke? That's what I just said. Two smoke or the smoke? The smoke. I don't. I don't. Ah. Know. Ah. Thank you. I who think you should, wants the I smoke? think you two want, want the smoke. smoke. Who wants the, the smoke? And I'm not talking about pop smoke. Okay. Rest well, in peace. Also, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, he's oh, he's gone. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. about that. <laughs> he really is gone. Mm, that's so sad. Yes, wow, love everybody. Welcome to the Black uh, Umbrella. Yes. Hello. Welcome. 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 We love to love you. <laughs> love to love to love you. We love you a long time. How's everybody been, huh? How's everybody doing? Mental health check-in for the host. How are y'all? How are y'all? I'm breathing. Amen. Just like Ariana Grande. You must be a superstar. I'm just so, I'm just exhausted overall. I'm just very, very exhausted. Need some sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe you need to be put to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just said it, just said it. Wow. Okay. Well, lovely. I hope that we're all doing well. I guess we can jump right into this week's episode. So, Nika, what's up with the word of the day? Hi, hello, (laughs) out there in the world. Let's see what we got for you. Okay. Oh, son of a whore. Listen, things are happening with my phone. There we go. (laughs) The word of the day is phosphin. Phosphin? Yes. But it is not spelled the way (laughs) it sounds. Um, It's spelled P-H-O-S-P-H-E-N-E. Phosphine. Okay. Phosphine. What's like, that all about? What that mean? What that mean? It's a noun. It's an area of light that is seen by someone without any light actually entering the eye. What? You know how sometimes you see like specks of light or something? Like you see like light in front of you, but it's not like there. What? I really do not. Okay. Sorry. What's the sentence? What's the sentence? Yeah, yeah. What is your sentence? I don't know. I wanted to know what the actual sentence is. I need some help. Okay. I need a sentence. I need a sentence for 200. Okay. (laughs) Okay. While you're. Okay. When you press your knuckles into your eyes and you see stars appear, those are called phosphine. I've never done that before. Um, like if you rub your eye too hard and it looks like bright lights are in front of you, but there's I'm actually right no now. light. I'm doing it right now, yeah. Around you. Yeah, you know. rub that eye, you rub it. <laughs> I don't, I, well, maybe I have I need to just, I think I know what you're talking about. Because sometimes whenever I'm sick, I see phosphine. Oh, sentence. 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 Bam, take it. Take it or leave it. Um, <laughs> I guess I could say like, when you've been inside the house for a long time and then you go outside. Mm. Mm. There that you happens go. Too. That happens to what the fuck is that noise? <laughs> Sorry. There's something going on outside. I don't know what it is. Anyway. 
this is about me. <laughs> Nika, what's your sentence? Um, sometimes when I get migraines, I start to see false false ones like around me because it's like it feels like everything in my head is so loud, and then I just see like a bunch of shit. We all use that perfectly. I want to just say that right now. We did. I didn't even actually give my full sentence because, like, oh my no god, I, you didn't. Uh, it's, no, it's it started to happen, so I, I just, I just muted myself. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Or do it. Okay. When, like, when you've been in the house all day and you go outside for the first time and it's really bright and sunny, I guess you see like boss. Oh yeah, like when you come out the movie theater. Ah. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Like they should give us a PhD for this one. Um, Who do they, I write? You know, they Honorary. Honorary. Mm-hmm. PhD. Where do you guys okay. want to get a PhD from? We gotta write them. We gotta write them. Brown. Brown. Okay. We're writing brown after this episode <laughs> for a PhD honorary. All of us, because we use that superbly. And it's brown. Yeah, we need it. We did. We did. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Well. Let's go ahead and get into For the Birds. <laughs> so, um, starting off this For the Birds with some, you know, some news that we got this week. Uh, Los Angeles might very likely be extending the stay-at-home order through July. So, sorry, your Gemini's out there in the world, but it's looking like it ain't gonna happen for you this year. Oh well. You know, so if I couldn't have a birthday, Gemini's can't have one either. <laughs> oh wow. And it's just that simple. So you know, can- cancers, you know, this might be your time to shine. Mm. <laughs> I guess might. we'll see. We'll see when we might. get around there. We'll, we'll just see. Might. Mm-hmm. see. But as of now. It's looking like, yeah, Los Angeles are going to be extending the stay-at-home order through to July. So we're just going to stay in the house inside mm. that much more, you know, that much I've longer. really been reluctant on ordering my sex toys, but I think it's time to start. Okay. Wow, yeah, um, really? Just order them. Yeah. That's what I did. Do it. I think it's time to start. I didn't think I was going to really be in the house for this long, you know, but I guess. Yeah. Uh, I need, no I need, um, I need some new batteries. I need yeah, a lot of things. I get those. I need yeah. love and affection. In yeah, the because you know how I found out. Found out I need batteries. How? Because I was I was in the middle of something, and then uh-huh. it and stopped. I was like, and I was like, let me, let me, let me grab this something. Going nowhere fast. And then I pushed that button, and it was like, all right. And it said, <laughs> shut it down, honey. <laughs> and I said, wait, we didn't even, we didn't even get anywhere. We didn't even do anything. In that climax today. Mm. Well, well I mean, it's okay. You know, you're gonna get you I some mean, batteries. Batteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, batteries. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're gonna get the going. I'm excited mm-hmm. for you. I don't even be getting the going, so you know, it's very interesting. Well, but yeah. I decide to finally be like, let me get the going, you know. And what happens? This shit like this. DOA. <laughs> That's okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, not, as 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 a young Whitney said, it's not right, but it's okay. Mm, exactly. Live by it. Speak it. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Now, some uh some positive news. 
Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj go number one. If you don't know by now, Nicki Minaj has never gotten nope. a number one. But now okay. she has. She's had, I believe she's had 109 entries on the Billboard chart. Yep. Has never gotten a number one. Which and is very weird to me, to be honest. And I'm not even a barb. <laughs> yes. It has been very, oh my gosh, just starting to be music played outside. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, very interesting. You know, she's been working. She's been working. You know, everyone tries to get that number one in their career. Like, you're uh-huh. lying. Try to say, like, you're an artist and your goal is not to get, you know, a number one. I'm not making goal. music for the Billboard charts. You know, you're like, you know, you want that. That's just, just a little extra confirmation. That to let you know, like, price, you're doing the right thing. And it boosts your price. It boosts and your make price. That bag every, new, every number one you get, the bag goes up. Because mm-hmm, exactly. you booking you booking somebody with one Billboard number one chart versus ten Billboard number ones, I'd be like, oh, you gotta pay, you gotta pay up ten extra G's, bro. Right. <laughs> Just saying. So exactly. price went up. Exactly. And for yeah, so that's great. Like Nikki and Doja, they both just got their first number ones. Which, I mean, that's great. Go Beautiful. black women. Hey, and also this is the first time. In history, that the first uh, two tracks on, like the number one and number two spots on the Billboard black uh, charts, are held by Black women. So shout out to you know Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Meg Thee Stallion, and Beyonce, Beyonce. for yes, yeah. you know holding it down and showing them you know Black women we're here, we're here and we dominating. We're we rock, right? I'm a Black girl and I rock. <laughs> Speaking of things that don't rock, though. Oh, what? Oh, that don't rock. Okay. Mm -hmm. Speaking of things that do not rock. Oh, shit. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Can you please leave us alone? (laughs) Please. I saw you talking about him on Twitter, and I was dying. (laughs) He is badgering us. He is assaulting us. I feel like I'm not distanced from him socially on social media, and that needs to be a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I you like know what I mean? Media social distance from Jason Derulo. I would love yeah. that. I need the Mayor Garcetti to <laughs> put, in, <laughs> put in place. Put in place that there, there needs to be a social social distance from Jason mm-hmm. Derulo. There needs to be. Oh my god. <laughs> It really does. This man has been on TikTok making these videos. And if you just don't know, I mean, Jason Derulo as a person is just very cringeworthy. Uh-huh. You know, God, he's like the, you know what I mean? He is like the human embodiment of like cringe, secondhand embarrassment and like sleepless pities, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is Jason Derulo. He's the human version of those things. I saw him crawling on this late night show. That uh, video. Yeah. Oh my God, that shit was hilarious. I said, what the he, fuck he is, is happening here? And you know, people might be like, oh, you guys are being so mean because, you know, he's just dancing or crawling on the floor or making, you know, just making TikToks like anyone else. But oh mm-hmm. my gosh. It's a mess. A mess. A mess. It's honestly a mess. And anyway, moving on to some more messy. Well, it's not messy, but just something that's weird. very strange and weird. 
Um, if you guys, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Lil Michaela, but she's a little CGI model. Yes, she is a little CGI model that's popping on Instagram. She has been popping on Instagram for like maybe like for like 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 yeah, like it's been like two, three, four years, something like that. But she's basically like an influencer on Instagram, just a CGI little. Pixels, you know, just just these little pixels put together. And she has brand partnerships. And yes, exactly. She she has brand partnerships and more. And she just signed a deal, or CAA just signed, you know, with CAA. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are her first. It's such a big agency. They handle like the big names. Everybody. They that's who they handle. Like that's who I like. I I want to work for CAA so bad. But. They handle everybody under the sun that you can like think of. And the fact that they just signed their first ever like virtual client with this little mm-hmm. Michaela account person thing is just like, wow. It's crazy. Pixels just got a deal. Come on, Pixel Perfect really did foreshadow some shit now, okay. did Apparently oh. she has a song with Tiana Taylor. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. It's called With Machine. Tiana Taylor? It's called Machine. Yeah. She gets on. I don't know, but it has to be sexy. Whenever people do things with Tiana Taylor, it's going to be sexy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be very interesting. Because the only thing that sells for sexy Tiana Taylor, really? music wise, is stuff that. Her has sexiness? To do with, yeah. Like, she has songs that are wholesome, but nobody listens to those. And those yeah. are only, those really don't get any play. But all her sexy songs get play. So, you know. People see Tiana, they're like, oh my God, what's she about to be talking upon this record? Mm. Right. Know? Like whenever we didn't want to hear Megan Thee Stallion talking about crying in her car, we didn't want to hear that, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, only oh. because she was singing. You know, yeah, we that's don't also an that. issue. It's an issue that I had, you know. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if she's talking about sucking dick and fucking and, you know, living out, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into mm-hmm. it. I love I love nasty Megan. But I'll, I'll be down Misogyny. with Misogyny. I'll be, no, I'll be down with some good wholesome bars, but I don't want her to sing in the, uh-huh. ever. Like that fucks the shit up for me. <laughs> it does. Oh yeah, I definitely get it. I I definitely understand where you're coming from because people they just need to know their know their lanes. But anyway, moving on because moving, moving on. on. All right. <laughs> So there's been like a little bit of a buzz on Twitter going on. Um, there's this there's this girl on Twitter. Her name is Atira Lyons. You can find her on Twitter. Um, she makes velvet do rags and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she just um, or you know she she's opening up a store on Melrose out here in LA. We're all like the poppin' fashion like indie small like you know just like all types of clothing spaces that you can think of like they all line up and down their roads like mm-hmm. that's the place to be and so she just you know got a storefront for her business which is a very huge thing i can thing. only imagine how much that shit costs <laughs> for I can only ima- she's I can only not imagine. even 21 yet she turns 21 i think in a cu- couple of days or something right see look and there you go She's out here having a business and being successful. Successful enough from, from some do-rag sales. You know what I'm saying? She just mm-hmm. makes do-rags. 
successful enough from that to be able to open up her own storefront and all that goes into that like that's a great thing you know she was very proud of it you know feeling accomplished when she she uh she came on twitter to post a picture you know saying like oh my gosh i'm so excited you know the sign for my store came today you know and it's perfect it was worth every penny or whatever and so the storefront or well, the uh the sign for the storefront is like her it's her her, lo- her logo for this for the uh for her brand which is like her signature mm-hmm. and it's like cursive i guess mm-hmm. yeah, i guess it's like cursive, yeah, it's cursive. and yeah, a lot of people it. were just kind of like bashing her left yeah, and they're, right they're about really her like, sign and how you can't read it and what the hell and it was just it just got really bad really fast yeah like she just came on there to be proud and happy that she was having this accomplishment and people were like oh no this sign doesn't make any sense because like you know you can't you can't read it and if people don't know what like what the sign says they're not going to come inside and blah, blah, blah. And so her response to the, all of that was just kind of like, well, people look at the store before they look at the sign. Like, people don't look at the sign and say, oh, what do they have in there? And come inside. They look right. in the store, like in the store windows. And like, you, like, as you're passing by, you see what they have in there. And you walk in. So, I mean, is that true? Like, do you guys believe that people more so look in the store first? before they look at like the logo or like the signage in front of the store or like does it Mm -hmm. does signage even matter like does it play a part at all i mean i feel like it really does depend on your placement on the street but if i'm walking by the store i'm gonna look inside the store first before i look up to see what the store is Mm -hmm. so like if i'm walking by the store like directly by the store and i'm looking in the window and i'm looking at their products and i'm like oh what is this and i look up Ten times out of ten, I probably won't know what the sign says just because I really can't read it. But like, I still would walk in and like ask, you know, like nine times out of ten, well, there'll be, like, yeah. be a business card there. Yeah, that exactly. I can grab. And so she like, said it's gonna be on all her bags and everything. Like, yeah. it's gonna spell out like, to where you can read it. But her sign exactly. is her signature. Exactly. So it's not my only trip. But if I was across the street from the store i would still kind of look in to see what it is but i would look at the sign probably first just because i can't really see very well what's in the store Mm -hmm. but the sign alone is pretty so i feel like that was as long as your sign is it will it will intrigue people it will like Mm -hmm. like, what is that oh what is an attention grabber you know like you would much rather people ask like you know what is that versus being like oh okay like I, i i got the gist gist of what this is from the sign so i don't need to walk in like no i want to i want you to question what is that let me get closer mm, okay this is a cute story let me walk in like you know the more that you intrigue and pique people's attention mm-hmm. by simply have them asking questions to themselves already get you in their head so like i think it's smart to be honest to have a sign that you can't really understand or read because it's like it makes the person the customer question like hmm what is that i should get closer maybe i should cross the street versus being like seeing something that says do-rags, you know? Okay, cool. I'm walking, by. I'm walking right past that shit. Like, I, I don't need to see no do-rags. But then all of a sudden, you're like, what is this? I don't know what this is. Let me go. You know, you want the customer to continue to ask questions and be intrigued by your brand because that'll pique their interest in your brand. So I think she did a great job. And I think that it's mm-hmm. smart. And it doesn't really matter if you can read the fucking sign. Right. Because and that was... Obvi- yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to go ahead. No, I thought you were going to go ahead. Go, go, go. Say something. 
Um, anyways, I was going to say that that was one of her arguments. Um, one of her arguments was that I like that you can't read it because it, it's more intriguing that way. It makes you want to go towards the store. And then she said, like, you're going to see the display in the window. She's like, I added more products to my portfolio. Like, I don't just make do-rags anymore because she started making swimsuits now. She's going to drop a swimsuit line. So she was like, I'm going to have the stuff on the bags and on the receipts and stuff. And people were like, well, when you drive by and you look at it, you're going to be like, well, what does that say? And I can't look it up on the internet because blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can come back. (laughs) (laughs) You know where it is. You can come back. And there's going to be a sign on the actual like regular door that is spelled out to where you can read it on the door. Like, yes, you can't read the sign like at the top, but it's like... When you go to a store... But whenever you're passing up 100-something <laughs> stores, like, I'm not going to be in, like, oh, I'm going to look that up later. Like, no, if yeah, I'm there, exactly. I'm going to go now. Like, exactly. You know? You're not going to go right now anyway. You, you're probably going to go right back to Melrose and be like, ooh, that's that store that I saw last time. Let me go in to see what's popping in there. And also, like, when you even when you go to a mall and you see a little boutique and it, and it says... Like, when you say Fashion Nova mm-hmm. at the mall... You're not, you're not like, oh, like, what do they sell? Like, what is it? Or like, you're looking in the display and going, oh, those are cute. Or you're not going to Zara and saying, well, what does Zara mean? What are they selling? What is that? You're looking at the display and saying, oh, that's cute. And then you're walking in. Like, (laughs) the display is something that grabs you. It's the attention grabber. It gets people in the stores because you're like, what what else do they have to offer other than what they have in the display? Precisely. I agree. I mean, I kind of see it from from both ends. Yeah, I'm saying. You know what I mean? Just because it's like, well, you know, it's kind of like that thing, like, what if I am driving past it mm-hmm. or I'm across the street mm-hmm. and I see the sign. The sign looks nice, but I don't know what it says or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I can't then pull up my phone. And just like type it in because I can't read it. I don't know what the hell it says. So, you know, like from that perspective, I, you know, I understand what people are saying, like, well, can't read it. So, how are people supposed to be interested in it or, you know, want to go home and look it up or some stuff like that? Mm-hmm. But, you know, then I also kind of understand it from her perspective where it's like, well, that, that's like my uniqueness of my brand. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I, I like my signature. My signature is unique. You know, you can't really read it. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I doubt that she'll like change the signage, but I probably would have did something like the signature is like on like my products. Like she, if you look at her, um, like at the durags, mm-hmm. it's on the tags isn't as it? an example. Yeah, like she, she. That's how she has it. It's like the. Um, like the signature and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cute. But, you know, like people said, it's just like you just can't really read it. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, if the easier things are for people, like the easier it is for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep explaining things and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, the bigger you get, the less you have to explain. So, yeah. okay. 
But being a starter brand, I could see how it could help if you could read the sign. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because I'm like, she, she's smaller, so it's kind of like, if I see exactly. it, I'm not going to be like, what's that? Let me look it up. I can't look it up. Mm-hmm. And I doubt that I'm going to walk across the street and be like, hey, what's this? When right. I know <laughs> when I know what all the other stores on Melrose are, on, uh, Melrose are because the signs are very clear on that street. Mm-hmm. You know what everything is because it says it like pretty clearly. So, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Well, was that for the birds, Frenchie? That was. That was for the birds? That yes, was for the, the birds. Ah. Ah, paying a dust. Paying a dust. Here we are again, another week of paying a dust. Anybody have anything they want to pay dust first? Paying a dust. Um... I don't even have anything when you pay dust this week. Right, right. Uh, I might not even have anything. <laughs> well, let's be nice. You know what? I'm I'm paying dust uh, to old ways of thinking, old ways of being. Okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yes, niece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I'm mad. Nika, what are you paying dust, Nika? <laughs> To people who don't know how to open their fucking mouths and mm. fucking mm. say what the fuck they fucking want. Cause what the how many fuck? times does she have to tell y'all? Wow. <laughs> She's telling you, everybody. She's telling everybody all the time. I want you guys to know that I am not Raven Baxter, okay? I cannot see into the future. I do not know you, okay? I don't know your way. I think you, <laughs> yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> You're uh, you're foreign, okay. So I just, you know, you gotta speak up. I cannot read your mind. You have to say what the fuck you want and not make little comments mm. <laughs> when somebody doesn't do something for you when you didn't even ask or tell them that you needed something done or that you needed help mm-hmm. with something or whatever. Like, how is somebody supposed to know if you don't say anything? Respect, respect. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Aretha. What am I paying dust? You know what? You this know is going to sound so. Mm. Okay. How did I not make this sound pointed? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Who cares? Point. Just point I'm away. Pointing, I'm pointing. I'm pointing. Point, 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 point. I'm just paying dust to people who don't know. How to listen to instruction and in turn find themselves in compromising situations and positions where they can no longer use their extremities. That was use odd. their extremities? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was a lot. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. It's annoying, you okay, know, some yeah. people, especially mm-hmm. those older people out there, but some people, yes. you know. Then y'all gotta listen so that you don't listen. lose what you, the independence that you got. Okay, I just want to uh-huh. pay that dust. I want you to keep it, so I gotta pay it dust. Keep it on the playground. Just listen, please listen. Okay, that's all it takes. Listen. <laughs> we have to make a whole song about it. A Man. whole song. Okay, I'm just saying. Why don't yeah. you guys just listen? Listen to that and then listen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Simple. That's my pay it dust. Uh-huh. Anybody have any shiny moments? Shining, 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 yeah. Shining, yeah. Um, uh, I must say, okay, wow. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> she's going. She's going. Um, my shining moment. My shining moment for this week is just that I'm so much more closer to like my dream graduating. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so much closer to graduating, and you know, two of my friends graduated. You know, last week, Woo! and it was just so cool to be like, wow, like look at my friends going towards like you know like we're all working towards something you know all of my friends yeah. are all working towards something so it's so cool to see like you know to, to see some of us like complete one part of like our path and that's just been really really great and I've just been feeling so inspired and so grateful and just like really like just really like looking at my life and just being like very happy about what I have Instead of focusing on like what I don't have, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I've just been trying to be more like intentful and Come gracious. On. Always and be gracious throughout my days. That's really yeah, you know? real paper. Beautiful shit. Exactly. exactly. We love you. Yeah. Keep it going. Also, Keep shining, my, uh, You the shit. My dude. my aunt. She's only like. She's like. T- Less than two months away from dropping her baby. Ooh, yes. It's a boy, by the way. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's a boy. <laughs> How beautiful. It's a boy. Cute. And his name's going to be Nasir. Little Nas. Lego. Oh, yes. God. It's getting cuter. It does. It does. I know. So, I guess, you know, we got to see each other on Mother's Day and stuff. Give everyone cards and all that. And I was just like, wow, you know, I'm just so grateful that all this is, like, happening. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Um, my shining moment will probably have to be. Okay, so this is a new thing for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But right, I've been participating. <laughs> I've been participating in meditations every Saturday with my oh, friends Saran and Coco yeah, on yeah. IG Live, and they happen every Saturday. Um, this week it happened at six o'clock. Our time, I think. Um, yeah, because it was six o'clock our time, nine o'clock her time. But I've been participating in these meditations on a regular. Um, on a regular. And they've been so helpful. I've realized so much. This like meditation, like you get to, it's not like centered on like one thing. Like you get to choose your things. Like mm-hmm. pick, like three things that have like a chakra deck, and like you get to choose which one you want to meditate on. And yeah. like this week, I did, I meditated on decision making, and one really amazing thing that came out from that was during the during Saran's mantra and during Saran's meditation, she says a meditation for every like one that has been picked from the deck. So like if you pick forgiveness, she'll like say something for, about forgiveness. If you pick decision making, she'll say something about decision making. So like for decision making, she said, go back to the earliest memory you have memory you have of being able to make a decision. As far back as you can, what is your first memory of actually making an autonomous decision for yourself? Mm. And how, and then go back to your most recent decision that you ever made for yourself. How do they both differ? Mm. And do they differ? Have you changed? Have you grown since then? Do you make more decisions with your head? I I was like, oh my God. Wow. And it really made me like. Those sessions are like so, uh they're good. It made me think deeply about like, is my meditation like, 
when my, like back my decision making whenever I was a kid was a lot more heart driven mm-hmm. and my decision as my decision making as an adult is a lot more driven from my head mm-hmm. um and not so much my heart and I kind of want to meditate to have a perfect balance of head and heart because it's not bad to think from yeah. your head and meditate but but it can mess up some things because it's kind of like, okay, at the expense of what's happened from hurt in the past, like, how do I make it so that my heart is still able to be open to yeah. my decision-making process versus whenever I was younger, I made all my decisions with my heart and my feelings. And I kind of closed that off. Like, as you realize your feelings get hurt, people badger you, yeah. then, you know, and then you kind of close yourself up a bit. So like, it's my goal to open that up more to where I have a perfect, not a perfect balance, but a nice solid balance balance of like yeah. decision making with my head balance out. it was good it was amazing and those that's my shining moment definitely beautiful yes ma'am meditation is powerful y'all it is. Do it. Mm-hmm. i'm saying like i did some cord cutting last week like, i did some meditation on some cord cutting and since then i've just been feeling so like so grateful for everybody that's here, okay. now, you know what I'm saying. A few of y'all are gone now. So oh, 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 just saying, just saying. She's just saying. She's, She's just, just saying. saying. Do you hear saying. her? She's just saying. Just saying. Nika, Nika? what's your shining moment? <laughs> okay, y'all. Uh, my shining moment will have to be the entire day of Saturday this past weekend. Okay. <laughs> the entire day. Uh, in the morning, I went and got my mom flowers for Mother's Day because I wasn't going on Sunday um, mm-hmm. to the grocery store because people are wild now. And then later on, went to a little graduation parade that we did for a friend because she's graduating from USC, Amira. Yeah. The Masters. Yes, the Masters. Yes, Masters. Masters. It was yeah. so yeah. amazing how many people showed up. I was just like, this... <laughs> is fucking crazy like there was a fucking police escort and a fire truck like (laughs) y'all there was just we did it up yeah Yeah. like 40 cars right yeah yes it it was amazing it was insane her neighbors got involved she had a giant sign on her lawn it was just great she cried she was happy it was just so beautiful and then uh, later in the night had a little zoom party for someone else for Naomi. Yes, Naomi. Yes. yes. And that that was fun. That was great. Saturday yes. was just a good, it was a good, nice it was. chill day. It was, really it was good. Nice day. I was busy all day and I was exhausted in the end, but I was like, today was like worth it. <laughs> Definitely. It felt nice. It's to always do nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to do something with our friends. Like, man. <laughs> can't wait till we can actually do it sometime i can't december. wait like oh my december. gosh was it in december in december <laughs> right for my birthday we have to go out we have to go club with a fur coat you hear me we gotta go hard for um nika's birthday oh yeah, my we gotta god go hard for frenchie's birthday yes yeah. and it's gonna be low-key hard to go hard for nika's birthday because it's gonna be like two months after the stand home over so like things aren't really gonna be back to normal but i'm gonna put a kiddie pool in the front yard and <laughs> y'all uh y'all get y'all money together you know 
Uh, so we could go up for our birthdays. I'm oh, trying yeah. to go to Disneyland for mine. You know? oh, oh, it's yes. gonna be it's gonna be my 25th, and oh, yes. every five years I like try to really go to Disneyland for like for my birthday. Because like, that's, five that's years. how you do that's Disneyland. That's what we're doing. That is how you do Disneyland. Every well, five years. we'll see. Are, are things gonna be open? Oh, right. I think I, it has to be. <laughs> That's the only it time. Disney, Disneyland in the winter time is like a must. It's the best. We like it's do, the best. We have to do park hoppers. Yes. Oh yeah, I know. I, I already said that. I was like, when park I go this year, I have to get a park hopper. You have to. Like, I might, I might even have to, you know, <laughs> might have to spend a little check get a couple fast passes. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll see though, you know. We'll, we'll see what sugar daddy I've got around that time. And we're spending, we're spending all day there. Okay, we're oh, waking yeah. up early. Mm-hmm. Get it open. Get the going. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's see I'm the fireworks. Shit, if shit, if the check act works out right, you might be have a little stay, go sleep in downtown Disney in a second. The Disneyland Hotel. You never know. You never. Know. You never know. You never know what the check's gonna look like around that mm-hmm. time. In the, in the Disneyland Hotel, so that we can just sleep there at night and then get up and boom, get it going. Yep. For my twenty fifth, I back wanted to the it room. to be different. Go back to the room and get some alcohol, and then go back. Oh, okay. yeah, that exactly. could be a thing. That could be and a then, thing. Shoot, now and now they even have the alcohol at Disneyland. So we can exactly. Go crazy. Okay. Go crazy. Ah, go stupid. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with. It. I'm down. I'm so excited. I definitely wanted to get a penthouse in Vegas. Oh. I did Ooh. too. Like I had this whole that's plan, what I wanted to do, man. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, summer cool. and summer's yes. gone. So, well, <laughs> yes, I was like, we can all pitch in and get a damn penthouse. Penthouse, we can, we can do that. Plus, we all know somebody that got a, some sort of hookup at some sort of hotel okay. somewhere. Like it's this nice. summer was really gonna be lit. I Man. was determined to just really live this I was summer. Ready. Just really do things. I was definitely ready. It's okay, Corona. Twenty twenty one gonna be wild. Okay. Yes, it is. It will be. Man, I'm recording everything. Uh huh. <laughs> I've already started. No, I was kidding. Not yet. But... Oh no. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's make a movie. That's not what I meant. Okay. Okay. Let's That's not what I meant. Let's move on. Turn the, the camera on the press segment. record. We're going to move to the Gust of Wind segment, everybody. The Gust of Wind. And on the top of the Gust of Wind segment, we have the legendary versus battle between yes. Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Yes. Yes. Was everyone satisfied? You yes. better know it. Perform yes, all the songs yes, I want it to yes. hear, and then some. It yes, was. yes, yes. You First better all, I believe. Wanna, I want to say thank you so much thank to Instagram you. because they expanded the bandwidth yep. for that versus, and they also expanded the time length that they could be yes. on there. If you guys noticed, like if you were there from the beginning to the end, like mm-hmm. I was, I sure was. Uh, they came on and they were going for like two like basically like two and a half hours before mm-hmm. like something happened with Erica's connection and it like it cut off and like they and came then they back came and back uh-huh. finished it up but like oh it was so amazing you. so good Whew. man I cried I'm not even I'm not even joking like I cried it was so emotional because first of all the way that Jill started off the live with like just like those beautiful words from yeah. black woman. I don't know. 
don't know what it was. We started I mean, it off with a couple of different mantras and poems. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, with mantras and poems. Yeah, just about. Yes. It was amazing. I wish if anyone knows who that artist is, please let us know. Black Umbrella P- the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Please let us know because I Plug us up. need to know who that spoken word artist was. They were great. So just already started off with just like those beautiful positive vibes and like the air was set so good. from the beginning that it was going to be just about love. It's not a battle. Mm. It's just love. All love. Two women that love each other, two sisters that love each other came together on here to play music for people. Not, oh, now who won at the end of the right. day? Like, no one and even it cared. Was love. It nope. was love. Oh, yeah. Love. It was so beautiful. It was such a, it was a vibe session. It wasn't even mm-hmm. verses. It was a vibe. It just was a vibe. It was a vibe. Was a vibe. Definitely. And I love the background stories to all. I mean, it just all the background stories were so freaking the amazing. Best uh, by far, the best, the best, yeah, the best, the best, the best. Mm. Now, I was we um, to shake our ass this week to some. Uh, oh yeah, Luda- Nelly and Ludacris. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I'm about to drop down and get my eagle on. You know uh-huh. it. I think I may just. Uh-huh. I will. Yes, I'm ready. But um, during that. During the um, Joe Scott and Eric Badu verses, like I was cooking, I was making tacos. Yeah. And I just had that. I like, thought she was going to say grits. Oh, why the hell would I be making that? Because of the song. I know she, I know she hates that's it. Why I, that's why I, I always say cream of wheat in that part. Oh, no, that's not cream of wheat. Yes, it is cream of wheat. Get off my phone now. <laughs> Cream of, cream of wheat is good. Yes, it, it is. is. It is. No, it is. I'm just uh-huh. saying. It don't flow. But then, <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm just in here cooking my tacos and I'm making rice and I'm, you know. Come on, rice. It's just so nice. Like, it was just such a good vibe. And then when Jill put on slowly, surely, like I cried. I started to cry because I'm like, you just don't know. Like that song got me through so many things. Like it pushed me. To like to just really make like certain changes when it came to like the people who I romantically involve myself with mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, this is very recently. This ain't no like oh I mm-hmm. I learned this so long ago. Like no, that album is really like integral just in me growing up, mm-hmm. and then just that song specifically. Like I was just like oh my god. I don't think she played one of them. There was one song that I'm not sure if she played it or not because um during in the middle of the versus battles whenever my meditation started it started at six o'clock so I had to hop on off and into my meditation I had to hop back in after it. Okay. But I know that I wanted her I wanted to hear her um play. I think it's called "Comes to Light" or something like "Comes to the Light, Comes to the Light, Everything." And I was oh. like, "This is my shit." And I wanted her to play. I don't think she played it because I didn't see anybody mention it. And no, I was uh-uh. like, "It's okay, it's okay." Chris. No, she didn't play <laughs> it. Because I was like, "Oh, that was my shit." No, uh-huh. I was. I knew it seemed like it was going to be a pretty sad like move. And I said, "I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the vibe they're going for." So, uh-huh. but yeah. It was great. great. She did Crown Royal. Like, oh, she Crown did. Royal was yes. Uh-huh. Erica did Green Eyes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. It was just beautiful. I love every, every bit of it. Same. 
on to the next topic i have for our gust of wind segment i wanted to bring up um a new album that came out this friday it's an album called good to know and it's by my good old girl jojo Jojo, y'all don't remember jojo you know get out right right now okay (laughs) if y'all just wanted a little a little refresher but she came out with an album and this album is solid it's so good it's so good to bottom if you haven't listened you should listen you should yeah right now it was so good and I have a couple favorite cuts off there, okay? Yes, 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 yes. Gold. Yes. A bop. Gold. Okay. Lonely Hearts. Lonely Hearts. Yes. Okay. Woo! And what was the other? There's, 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 don't let me. Uh, there's. No, don't, don't talk me down. Don't talk yeah, me down. Yeah, don't talk me down. That's the last song. And then there is Think About Think About You. you. Yeah. And Comeback is freaky as fuck. And that's also Come, a bop. I yes, just want to yes, tell yes, y'all yes. that the album is a bop. If you haven't listened, please get on your soapbox, get on your Spotify, so get on your good. Apple Music, get on whatever streaming service you have and get it going. And Sis also was number one on the R&B Billboard charts. Which mm-hmm. Is, is she? Her- yes. Yes. <gasps> Yes, she, she deserves it. She, she deserves it. it. I was like, oh my God, whoa. It's wow, such a good album. That is great. Her, so she was really excited about that. And I'm, she deserves all she of it. She deserves like, she really it. Jojo really, like, she's one of those, like, underrated voices. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that seriously. Yeah. Her she best voice power. is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she and came back pen. and made this album. Her and pen. that pin. No doubt. That pin game. <laughs> Everybody, all the on that album because she had a couple of different writers it wasn't just her but still like that pin game solid serious i love it i love it and you mm-hmm. can get deep it's, it'll be something that'll make you want to have sex it'll make you want to really think about what the fuck you got yourself <laughs> into if you got into some, some shit oh, it'll oh. make you want to turn up and party it'll make you want to cry especially the last song i might have cried yeah that you know? that last song <laughs> the point is it's perfect Everything is perfect. The rollout has been absolutely amazing. They've been stellar with her interviews as far as I've seen so far whenever it comes to her being active on IG Live mm-hmm. with different radio stations all over the place, as well as being able to push out content while in quarantine. Beautiful. Great rollout. I mean, and her music videos are quality. Just her and Kehlani have come out with some quality Even music her videos. her and Kehlani have been coming out they with... came out with some quality music videos while in quarantine. So and Kehlani's album did come out this this week, I just want to let everybody know that. Like, yes, it did. Album came yeah. out this week as well. It was good. I, it was, was good. It's called right. It was. It was. It good was until good it until it wasn't. Yeah, and much like the vibe from the, of the album. But anyway, um, yeah, that was that was chill. I, it wasn't better than Kalani's last project. I will say that to me, music uh-huh. is subjective. Maybe some people loved it more than her last project, but her last project was very raw and very just like emotional, emotionally driven. So I felt it very in my heart. And this one is kind of like a mix between like, fuck that slash I'm hurt slash. It was a mix of emotions. It was a mixture of things. things. But nonetheless, Kehlani still did great. It's good. It's a good album. You should take that for a ride too, for a spin, listen to it. Um, But I'm really loving how artists are getting creative during this quarantine. It's really bringing out like the people who are real artists, you know? Definitely. Versus the people who are like have all this money behind them, pushing them, and then all of a sudden, once the money's gone, because can't nobody go nowhere, 
You're, gonna, you, you're acting like you lost. Oh, but so-and-so always does this. Well, so-and-so usually does that. Well, guess if you were an actual artist, you'd make uh-huh. a way. And, you're, and they, they're making a way. They're making their own little niche. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so moving on from that, I have one more topic for our guest in one segment before we right into our some bullshit. Look segment. at you. We were right doing good. Listen, <laughs> <Let's see>. okay. <laughs> so there was a viral video that went around. I don't know if anybody's seen it on Twitter or on Instagram or yes. you know. Yeah. Whatever it be. The but interwebs. The interweb. There's a video of this boy, um, this young boy. He had to be. He's so cute. Six? He maybe? has to be like six. Six? He, he Maybe younger. Yeah. But six or seven, if that, I'll give him that. Um, but he I'll was dancing. I'll give him that. He, he was he was around those ages. But um, <laughs> if you guys don't know, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce came out on, like, you know, the Savage remix. And since... Uh-huh. Um, there have been a, a ton of TikTok videos and a ton of TikTok dances that go along with the song. So the boy was enjoying himself to the Savage remix and he was dancing to it. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's been doing on TikTok. Yeah. And whenever he was dancing, you know, the, the sassy, moody, nasty, you know, all that good stuff. He was hitting his shit like he was. He was owning it. But then in the middle of him dancing to it, his babysitter at the time... Right. Said hit first of all, hit him and then said, You don't do that shit. Fuck wrong with you, gay ass bitch. <sighs> right. And this young black free boy who was just doing a TikTok dance in the house. He wasn't he, was, he looked right. so confused and hurt. He was and he honestly kind of backed away a little bit and kind of kept himself and mm-hmm. didn't move after. And yeah. I could just see already the mental scars and the, yep. and the triggers. Because it triggered me. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't never been through anything in that nature, but like I definitely have a been shit. talked to. I've been talked to in a way of like as whenever I was a kid, like mm-hmm. boys don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's not what's up. Like, you know, whenever you're singing a song, you have to replace um you have to replace the boy wording. with girl. Yeah. Right. right like, you know, right. and I'm like, what? Why? Why would I have to do that? That doesn't make sense. But like you can tell that that can have a mental scar on someone. Yes. Right. And um anyway, from that, the mother of the boy came out and said that was not you know that was a babysitter that they thought that they trusted they left him alone with her alone with him for a bit but now they're pressing charges Mm -hmm. to her as they should um, as they should but it's still just so tragic that like we had to deal with this and i wanted to get you guys just opinion on the video how'd you guys feel when you first saw it um, how'd you feel with some people in the comments who were saying, Well, I mean, it's her right, it's her child or whatever, like you know, people not knowing the context child. of what yeah. it was. Still yeah, being like, if yeah. that was my even people saying if that was my child, I do the same thing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's too young to be doing that. Anyway, people who say right. things like that, how do you guys feel? I mean, I feel like it's just pure ignorance. Mm. You know, it's just pure pure ignorance. I mean, what's wrong? Why should he not be doing that? When the thing that he was doing was just a TikTok dance challenging that's going on that's popular right now that he's been seeing all over, you know, you know the the kids they're all on this stuff too, and plus the mm-hmm. people who are around them watch the stuff, you know, like they're watching it with them. So you know he's just doing what he's seen, mm-hmm. and he knows like like oh this is how you this is a dance right. that goes along to this song, so I'm just gonna do the dance that goes with the song. And then for you to be doing that and then, like, you got singled out. Because in the video, there was, like, like two other, like, 
like little girls who were with him. You know, like they, they were, were all doing the dance, dance together. And so for you to be the only one, for him to be the only one that gets singled out, hit, and then called like like names, whether like whether they know what those names mean or not, they know that they got singled out for something and they don't know what they did wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just did what everyone else is doing. But now, you know, like now, now that's going to be like you said, like you see the mental scars and things like that, because now it's like, is he going to be thinking like, oh, like now I can't dance because I don't want to get hit or because mm-hmm. boys, boys aren't supposed to dance. So da, 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 da. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just pushing like that ignorance onto that child. And that's just going to breed, like, you know, fear, really. Oh, yeah. Well, it'll breed fear. And it'll make him feel like, in order for him to do better, he needs to do that to someone else. Like, so mm-hmm. if he ever sees right. a little, like, if he sees a little boy who might be doing that same dance in class or, you know, in any social right. setting, he'll be like, don't do that. You're a boy. Like, you know, he might put what, what's been inflicted upon him mm-hmm. on someone else. Projecting exactly. it onto somebody else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just a vicious because, like, because I got I got reprimanded when it happened to me. So it must be something mm, wrong. Something so let, let me need to be doing now it. reprimand the other people mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. To, to let them know, like, hey, you probably didn't know this was bad, but I just found out this was bad, so we got to stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's just awful. I feel so sorry for that boy, but I'm so happy that she was dumb enough to post that video and that it spread like wildfire, and that she found okay. Bam, boom. <laughs> And I just want to also bring this up. This is totally random. <laughs> but I've never, ever, 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 ever in my adult life and in any of in any life of mine, I've never felt comfortable recording anyone else's child without the permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get I see people do that shit all the time too. Like people who like are teachers and like people who are Very like weird. TAs and in classrooms are like Oh my God! Look at my student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you recording someone else's child? Like, <laughs> yeah. But they're like, oh no, they're like, they're my student. Like, okay, but that's not your child. Like, exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't have footage of my like, child on your phone if I didn't. No. If I didn't, you know. Exactly. Like, oh, I can't. I it it I, even to put my phone on like, I mean, granted, like my little cousins, it's fine because those are my little cousins. But like. I'm also, even with my videos of my little cousins, I'm not going to go and share them throughout my whole entire social media. Right. I'm going to ask their parents, can I post this before, like, you know? Mm -hmm. Because you just, it's not your place. Like, who do you think you are? People want to keep their children safe, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I get, like, there are some parents who, like, request, like, Send me videos throughout the day to see me to show me how my child is doing, like mm-hmm. what you guys are yeah. up to. But show that's me, send like, them to me. Send them to me. Don't put them on the interweb for every motherfucker to see. Like, yeah, right. You get yourself in this situation. But thank God you did post that shit because now I caught what you're right. doing. And that will not be happening. That you can leave. You're fired. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Bye. But still, that that I've never felt. That's so weird to me when people do that because I'm like, they can record someone else's baby just because. Like, ugh, ugh. Strange behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Very, very Situations will arise. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that I was my gust of wind segment for this week, y'all. Oh, lovely. Um, Frenchie, do you want to open up the umbrella for Under Our Umbrella and let the people know what we're talking about Before today? Before we do that, I have something to say. Uh-huh. Uh, Christopher... <laughs> Wes has fucking been picking up this fucking fart and stabbing at this plate and there's nothing on it. And I just want to know... <laughs> Yeah, honestly, because oh we, 
We've just been looking just, at you. We, just, we have both been looking at you wondering I've what you're picking up. I didn't because know what's wrong with I am like that, You were yo. picking it up and putting it in your mouth and there's nothing on the fork. Yeah, <laughs> very, very, very strange, very strange. Go on. Actions are speaking for me. I would like more cake, but I can't leave the mic, so. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Wow. Well, on that note. <laughs> Frenchie, uh-huh. do you want to open up the underarm umbrella segment and let the people know what we're talking about? Yes, I do. So under our umbrella this week, I wanted to start it off with a conversation surrounding the last episode, the latest episode of Insecure. In this episode, I'm just going to give a little synopsis, just, you know, even if you guys haven't watched it, I'm just going to give the scenario. You know what I mean? So you can understand and then, you know, you'll you'll form form your own opinion. But basically, in Insecure right now, there's, you know, these two friends who are best friends, Issa and Molly. They've been friends for, you know, years and years and years, but they're starting to have a breakdown in their relationship. You know, they're they're butting heads a lot. And they've been, you know, kind of meaning to have this conversation about, you know, where their relationship is right now and how to fix it and things like that mm-hmm. you know just how to move and grow from there and you know the conversation hasn't happened yet it's been avoided many of times uh and now uh there comes a point in this episode where Issa has this big block party which she's been planning since last season or thinking about since last season it finally came to fruition this season um the block party's going. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Let me get back. She was the block party was in like was in like a few weeks, and like the headliner for the block party dropped out, and so she contacts mm-hmm. Molly, who you know she's having like that, like the friction going on in their relationship. Hits her up, and she's like, "Hey, uh, can we talk?" And Molly's thinking, like, oh, finally, you know, she just wants to just talk to me, mm-hmm. talk about my day, or, you know, maybe have that conversation finally, or whatever that we've been planning on having. Okay, cool. You know, she was happy about it. So I was talking about her day, and then Issa kind of is like, yeah, girl, like, that's crazy. Wow, like, you had a crazy day. But I was just calling to see if you could, like, hook me up with a favor. Uh, like, you know, I have the block party coming up soon, and my headliner, my headliner just dropped out. So is there a way that you can talk to your boyfriend since he works for Live Nation and see if he can like secure another like like name to come out during my block party because now I don't have anyone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Molly was, you know, she took offense to that and basically was kind of like, yeah, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him, you know, whatever. Fine. I'll, I'll do it. I'll talk to him. So later on in the night comes and they, you know, they, they have a conversation. He calls Molly to see like, hey, what did he say? And then Molly just kind of tells her, oh, well, I decided I'm not going to ask him. I want to keep work and like my, like my friendship, our relationships and stuff like that separate. I don't want to, you know, like that, that's my boundary. Like I'm setting boundaries and I just don't think I want to be asking him for favors, you know, and we, you know, we're kind of just starting out mm-hmm. 
I just don't think, you know, I want to do that. That That's like the boundary that I'm setting in our relationship right now, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So basically, you know, leaving her best friend out to dry <laughs> because they're not speaking at the moment. And so she just kind of was like, yeah, I'm not going to help you out. We're going to have to figure it out some other way. And so she found another way. She hit up one one of the like this uh one of these guys that she used to talk to, who was a friend of Molly's boyfriend, and it was kind of like, yeah, I'm having this problem going on. You know, I don't. I got my headliner dropped out. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Blah blah blah. blah. And so then he was kind of like, oh, well, I'll help you out. Like, I can, I'll hit up Andrew and ask him. Andrew, that, that's Molly's boyfriend's name. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll hit him up and see what he can do, how he can help. And he was able to help. He was able to get Ben Staples to come to the block party. And, like, you know, he was the headliner. It was great. Everything was going really well. And, you know, um, Andrew was kind of talking to Molly throughout, like, throughout that night of the block party, just saying, Oh, you know, she's worked so hard. You know, maybe that's what's going on in you guys' mm-hmm. relationship right now. It's just that kind of, you know, she's been working a lot. Just like how when you work a lot. Yeah. And you don't have time for me. She's been working a lot, so she just hasn't really had that time for you. You know, just like, you know, just cut cut her some slack. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cut her some slack. I'm sure you guys will be fine when you guys, you know, talk and stuff like that again. Yeah. They had a little moment where they did the wobble together and things seemed like, okay, they're going to be friends again. Or, you know, at, at least get into that space where they can be, you know, comfortable around each other again. Mm-hmm. To even start to be friends again on that kind of level. And then, uh, so you know, someone from like Ben Staples' team comes out to where Molly and Andrew are. And he's like, oh, thank you so much for the hookup. And so Molly's like, wait, hookup? What do you mean? What hookup? And so Andrew proceeds to tell Molly... Yeah, um, Nathan, who was the person that used to talk to, like, you know, he hit me up, you know, let me know that Issa's headliner dropped out and asked if I could help. I was able to help, so I did. It's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? She needed some help, so I helped her. Mm-hmm. And Molly took a lot of offense to that. <laughs> goes up to Molly, I mean, goes up to Issa and was just kind of like, bitch. Ooh. How dare you? Like I like that. Basically, like I told you that I wanted to keep you know my friendship and my relationship, uh, my friendships, relationships, and like work things separate. Like how dare you go behind my back and stab me in the back and do that? I told you that I didn't want him involved. Blah blah blah. Oh. And they just had this really really big blow up fight Beautiful. argument, whatever you want to call it, and it even came to the part to the point where. They almost got into a physical fight. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Damn. And to and then everyone thought you know something more was going on, and they're like, "Oh my god, someone has a gun!" And then everyone <laughs> just starts breaking out, running, like you know what I mean. So it was like this event that was going so well that she had worked ruined. so hard for. She worked like a season and a half, you know, of just to have this of, of, of just to have this event. It was going very well. Things were good. It seemed like they were about to have that moment, you know, Molly and Issa, where they could, you know, start start to repair their friendship. And then that thing happened where Molly felt like she was getting stabbed in the back. And so, Damn. you know, it just it blew everything up. Like, Hirojima. 
Hiroshima? Hiroshima. 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 That ain't right. Hiroshima. 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 But, um, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to get you guys this, like, opinion on that, you know, the whole friendship and boundaries and, like, all that. Just what do you guys take on the situation? Is it really, is it stabbing someone? In the back, if you let them know, hey, don't talk, I don't want to talk to, excuse me, I don't want to talk to my man about this thing. You have to figure it out on your own. And then that friend Mm. talks to someone who just so happens to know your man and then facilitates something between them so that they work something out. Uh Is that stabbing someone in the back? Is that overstepping boundaries? Is that bad for friendship? Like... It's stabbing someone in the back whenever it's done sneakily, and that's the way that it was done. It was done sneakily. I mean, my thing is, I don't really feel like I'm on Team Issa, and I don't really feel like I'm on Team Molly. Uh I don't know what team to be on, but I also understand how Molly feels. Just because... I felt like it it was done sneakily, but... The least, like, the most respect you could have given me as a friend was to at least come to me and be like, hey, listen, before we even get this whole entire thing worked out, you rejected me on some fuck shit, for real, like, whenever I asked you to ask your boyfriend. So I asked Nathan to ask him. And, like, I need to, I'm going to let you know straight up. Like, it, it's, it has nothing to do with you, but I need to, I need, I have an event I need to throw. And right. he is my saving grace. Whether, like, you want me to involve you or not, I tried not to. Well, I tried to give you the courtesy of coming to you first. And asking you, just because I know that I can go through you because that's who you're close to, but I went through my other friend to do it because you turned me down. But then I can also understand Molly's aspect of being like, you did all that. Like, you asked me about my nigga. And I told you no. (laughs) So then you go around me to a friend, a nigga who you don't even fuck on no more. Someone who you don't even talk to anymore randomly hit him up just to use him to get in touch with my nigga that I just told you you couldn't use. Uh-huh. And secretly set something up to where he was completely oblivious to the fact that me and you had this conversation for the simple fact that I don't want to involve him. Mm. So whenever he finally figures it out at the block party that y'all work together and I wasn't with it, he was like, oh, well, what's wrong with you, Molly? Like, you know, I thought I thought you want me to help out your friend, but it's like, yeah. it's not that he's I don't like, want you to he's help. Like, you want, he's like, you want me to punish her just because you guys aren't on the best terms? Uh-huh. Something like that is what he said. Yeah, he was. And my, I think Molly's thing is like, it's not that I don't want to help her out. It's just... <laughs> I don't want to involve, I don't want this to be a weird business. Like, if she's going to throw another block party, she might, like, I don't want her to start coming to me asking you for favors. Um, I don't want that, I don't want to even open a door for that, so I choose to not do it. Uh-huh. But she found another way to do it, so now that's, that's her avenue that she wants to go down, that's fine, but that's fucked up on me. But then I also get, Lisa <laughs> <laughs> can be like, bitch, you always want to talk about your problems, yo this, Yo, that, but whenever it comes to me and my shit, you didn't really listen in the first place. So what you want me to do? You turn me down and I'm just going to be stuck with nobody? No. I made a way out of no way. Whether you like it or not, that's what I did. Mm. So it's weird. Like, I don't know how to... How to feel? How to feel about it. Because <laughs> I know that if, I, if, if one of y'all were to come to me 
asking my man for a favor. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? I don't think that'll be cool just because I'm not trying. He just got into this position. Like, I don't really want to mix things up or whatnot with him. And I just, I don't want, I prefer not to. Okay. And y'all be like, oh, okay, wow. It's like that. Okay, cool. But then y'all found my man's best friend and then went through his best friend and right, went completely right. around me. I'd be, I'd be hot. I know I would be. But at the same time, I also know that in Molly's situation, I would have told Issa from the jump, that's not what I want to do. I think that's what Molly fucked up on. Yeah. Yeah. Molly has a situation where she's quiet. And right. Issa does the same thing where she's quiet and no one wants to really say anything and they want to yeah. step on eggshells and not step on toes. But if Issa came to you in the beginning and you told her that you would talk to him, I don't expect you to renege. Like, I don't expect you to renege just because it's like, oh, well, I got uncomfortable and I don't want to do that. No, like, you should have said that shit from the beginning because mm-hmm. this isn't the first time you felt that. Mm-hmm. You felt it whenever I asked you. You just felt like you couldn't address it at that moment. You should have addressed it because now you have me so, sitting up here like a dummy thinking that I'm about to get a good-ass headliner. Right, and I'm, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for your ass. Exactly. <laughs> and then you want to be like, oh, you know what? Never mind. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you should have said that you felt some kind of way in the beginning and you should have let me know from because you were feeling it. She felt it, like, you could see in the conversation, she felt some kind of way whenever Issa asked her in the first place. She felt disregarded. She felt yeah. like Issa, was, Issa wasn't really focusing on the issue at hand, which was their friendship. She felt like Issa just wanted something from her. She didn't feel like her friend was calling her to actually just be her friend. She felt like she was calling her because she actually needed her. Right. So, yeah. Mm, mm, that's my piece. <laughs> I'm done. I, I'm not, I won't say anything else. But <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> I felt some kind of way that whole. <laughs> I, I, I had so many emotions inside of me. Yeah, it's like I want to be on Team Issa, but I really am on Team Molly. But I kind of am on Team Issa, but I just ugh. yeah. It was done dirty. Everything was dirty. There were a lot of factors, but all this leads to the lines of communication and how they have none. They have right. a very shitty way of communicating. Yes, they do. They do. Okay, and. <laughs> and I I mean I agree I believe like that's what they're doing so well like this season is um just really getting into like the intricate details of friendship and things like that and like how and like the um like like the deterioration of a friendship and like what it looks like and things like that because people are so and I've and I've heard from people that they think like oh this season isn't really doing you know I don't really think it's that good because the characters that like they're not developing and they're arguing like they're arguing about stupid things or they're they're having stupid problems or you know da, 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 da. I'm like but that's that's what friendships go through things mm-hmm. aren't always big moments where it's like mm-hmm. Oh my God, she fucked my man! How dare you? Like it's not. It's that's not always what it is. Sometimes it's I needed help during a time like like where we're not really communicating. I asked you for help, and you told me no. Like that's a problem. That's an issue. That's a small thing, but it's also a big thing. You know what I mean? It's micro and it's macro. Micro and macro. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm loving this season because I'm like, wow, like these, these are things that people really go through. This is they real. Mm-hmm. This is real life. These are real situations real that you shit. go through. Exactly. And I feel like I'm also at that point where it's like, am I team Issa or am I team Molly? Because last week. No, last week too. I was, I was still like, "Am I Team Issa or am I Team Molly?" And uh-huh. this week, this week's latest episode, they the same. Like, "Am I Team Issa or am I Team Molly?" Then I'm like, "Am I really t- on Team Molly?" But then again, I'm like, "But I'm not," because they both have this thing where, like, Issa, when mm. Issa is is doing right, Issa, mm. <laughs> when she's doing good things and she's having like success. In her life, that's when Molly likes to throw out, like, well, bitch, didn't you used to be fucking on people? Uh-huh. And she used to da 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 used to do she this, used to do that, used honey. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? That's fucked up. up now. Where the fuck did that come from? Exactly. And they always have little moments like that where Molly's, like, throwing out a sneak diss here and there. But also, Issa does the same thing. She but, does, but, but Molly's because... are more direct. Exactly. Issa's are, are more joke-based. Exactly. And I'm just like, I can appreciate Molly's directness versus someone trying to laugh at my pain. <laughs> yeah. Because like, Molly, Molly goes like, about things. She goes about, Molly goes about things in a very like, like passive aggressive kind of way. It'd be like, ooh, bitch, like that was kind of shady or some shit like that. She might not be like, you know, that made me feel X, Y, and Z. I don't like when you do that or I really feel this way about it. But she'll, you know, have like a comment for her, like, oh, bitch, like, excuse you? Or what are you trying to say? Whereas Issa, she'll hide behind like the joke. Yeah. Like, oh, hi, girl, just playing. Or trying to make a joke out of everything. And it's like, I thought you were going to make this one run away too. One of those joking friends. What do you mean? Yeah, like, well, bitch, everything's not a joke. Right. So, and yeah, just in this situation, (laughs) right, in this situation, I just felt like, I feel like, like, they're both wrong. I, like, if I, if I knew that my friend was working really, really hard on a project, whether we were speaking or not, and they reached out to me for a favor, I would, I would help them out whether we're talking or not, because I understand this has nothing to do with our personal relationship. This has to do with something that you've been working hard on. And I've seen you working yeah, yeah, hard personal. on yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, Exactly. So I'm going to help you out. I want to help you out. But, Especially if you see how much they have been putting in the work yeah. to get shit done. And, you're, and you exactly. see it falling apart at the last minute, you're, you're going to be like, well, shit, I can yeah, do something about know. that. Yeah. If you can do something... You know, you should want to do something. But she, she's so like, well, we're not talking right now, so I'm not helping that bitch with nothing. Fuck her. And then she called me. I'm thinking she wants to, like, actually talk to me, and it was for a favor. Like, no, fuck her. I'm not going to help her out. I think that's very shady, and that's very ugly from a friend's standpoint. And then also on Issa's part, it's very ugly on Issa's part because, like, she told you she didn't want her man involved. And then you go behind her back, talk to someone that you know knows her boyfriend because she only knows her boyfriend because the guy who he used to talk to and him are friends and y'all were dating. Mm-hmm. And that's how that's how he met Molly and all this other kind of shit. 
So you know full well that they know each other. So you know your intent for hitting him, for hitting that man up was so that he could reach out to Molly's man, who she just told you she didn't want involved in anything that mm-hmm. had to do with the block party or whatever the fuck favors with her friends. And then you're going to do that so that he can reach out to him so that you can get, you know, what you need at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that is stabbing someone in the back. That is going behind someone's back and doing yeah. something that they specifically asked you not to do or that they didn't want to do. And that's wrong. She should have said something. You know what I mean? And I feel like Molly was wrong for blowing up like that at the event. I yeah. thought she could have waited. That's unprofessional. She really could have. Yeah, she could have been taken aback and felt hurt and backstabbed in that moment. Then I could have been like, let's go. Like, you know, let's have a minute to cool off. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, don't blow up. Like, no, nah, I'm going to hit that bitch up at her event. Like, you know that's some yeah. fun shit. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend even tried to stop her. Like, like just, it's okay. It's like, not like, time like let, let's not do this here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Molly's punishing her because they're not talking and because she's getting blown off by Issa. But then Issa's also wrong because she went behind <sighs> she went she went behind Molly's back and stabbed her in the back. I'm just excited <laughs> for this next episode. <laughs> I am too. Because now what? Yeah. They're both wrong. They're both wrong. I'm not on anyone's side. And people people are trying to be like, you know, oh well, why the fuck is Molly mad? Like you know, Issa did what she needed to do to make her event happen, and how is it stabbing her in the back? She asked mm-hmm. her for help, and she didn't help, so she needs to do what she wants to do, and Molly this, Molly that. You know, everyone's very, like, anti-Molly on social media. Uh-huh. And I guess it's because Issa is, like, the, you know, she she's the main character yeah. in the show, so I guess... And Molly she still, Molly's always had that direct, like, kind of low-key hater attitude-esque. Like, she's always yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's easy to to be like, oh, Molly's just the worst, and she's always been the worst. But Issa's great, and she doesn't have like. Someone called me slow on Instagram. They were like, I mean, on Instagram, on Twitter, they were like, what? are you? They were like, are you fucking slow? Like, like about the about what I had to say about the episode, uh-huh. and I was like, oh my god, people are really getting into it. Let me go find that bitch. That's so wow. Oh, it's on. <laughs> you slow ass bum ass trick. Mm. I can't. Was anybody else, does anyone else have anything to add to that section? No. You think we should save our next topic for next week? I think so. Because I got to examine 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> well, thank y'all for listening. Yes, we thank love y'all, y'all so much. We love y'all. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TVU Podcast. Send us an email at theblockumbrellapc at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about um the, the latest Insecure episode. Do you agree yeah. with us? Do you disagree with us? Let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Has this ever happened to you? Let us know. How did you handle it? Theblockumbrellapc at gmail.com. Yes. And we will talk to y'all next week. All righty. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Y'all.